Yeah, hold that, please. Level five, thank you. Ah, you must be one of our new interns. Yeah, hi. Nice to meet you. Hi. Now, the most important thing to know is to attend the Biparsal Rise plug sale. The most important thing is what? Sorry. The single most important thing is to attend the Channelized Bing Bingus at the Biparsal Rise plug sale, and you'll be fine. Uh, yeah, that sounds important. Does work chat all sound like gibberish to you? Find collaborative articles with tips from the LinkedIn community to help you get through those tricky conversations. Making work make sense? LinkedIn knows how. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever the mission, home or away, Enterprise helps over 120,000 people every day. With vans of all shapes and sizes, if you have a plan, Enterprise has a van. No matter if you need to rent for an hour, a day, a week or longer, Enterprise offers great rates for you or your business. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, happy Tuesday, and yes, welcome to another Andy Goldstein's TalkSport Daily podcast with me, your host, for the next, I don't know how many minutes, they never tell me that, but anyway, however many minutes it is, it's me, I'm your host for those said minutes in this podcast. And we begin, of course, with uh, calls to my show, Andy Goldstein Sports Bar, Monday to Thursday from 10pm, with obviously calls and fallout from last night's game between Manchester City and Burnley. Manchester City 5, Burnley 0. It's the third visit to the Etihad that's ended 5-0 in a row. So 15-0 on aggregate to Manchester City. It could have been a whole lot worse, really, for Burnley. Manchester City got the impression all night they weren't ever out of third gear. Burnley have released a statement, Danny, after that plane flew over the Etihad, pulling a banner reading White Lives Matter Burnley as players took their pre-match knee ahead of Manchester City against Burnley in the Premier League. Burnley Football Club strongly condemns the actions of those responsible. We wish to make it clear that those responsible are not welcome at Turf Moor. This in no way represents what Burnley Football Club stands for and will work fully with the authorities to identify those responsible and issue lifetime bans. I heard a plane buzzing but I didn't realise what it was all about and then afterwards immediately I found out a couple of lads checked their phone and um, yeah, unacceptable. We as a group of players condemn it, we're ashamed, we're embarrassed completely misses the point of what we're trying to achieve as a community, as a group of players. It's a minority of of our supporters uh, and I'll speak for for the the main part of our supporters that absolutely, you know, distance ourselves from any any sort of thing like that. It's, it's um, a real shame to see, and it definitely had a massive impact on, on us to see that in the, in the sky. I don't find it that offensive because I think black lives matter. Little birds that fly about lives matter. We all matter. Okay, Keith, it's not about us. It's about them. It's not about us. We know our lives matter. And they have done for many, many centuries. And I think we have to accept that, that, that there have been some, some huge, huge, massive, monumental errors as a race, what black people have been through. You'll get people in your text right now, get back to the football, not interested in this. I'm switching off. I don't want to hear this. You will get that abuse. Imagine what it's like being me or the average black person getting that abuse banging on about race again. But the fact is that if we don't highlight this, people are going to keep dying. People are going to keep getting treated badly because they're black. People are going to keep missing out on jobs. People are going to keep getting pulled over by the police. People are going to keep dying from coronavirus because they're two or three, four times likely to die from that. 
the truth in this country is that black people, a lot of black people are second class citizens. So that whole taking a knee, it isn't just to save lives, it's to improve lives as well. We're trying to get people to a place where they understand it, but we have to realise that people just don't want to know. Time now to check in with the wonderful Laura Woods and Ali McCoist and Darren Ben on The Breakfast Show. And they discussed Arsenal's attitude after it was announced that Matteo Guendouzi will face no action for his clash with Brighton's Neil Malpe at the weekend. Even back to when I was in the youth team at Ipswich Town, right? They were the exact same Arsenal. Really? All, talking all the time on the pitch, like, because I was at Ipswich Town, a smaller club, always talking, talking, talking. So it just was quite crazy to hear that several years later someone else comes out and said they're still doing the same things. What's wrong with that? I mean, is that not commonplace? Do, do, do teams, do, do players not chat back on the pitch or, or do Arsenal just do it more than anyone else? Well, I don't know if they do it more than anyone else, but listen, if you're going to do it, you've got to back it up. First, <laughs> yeah. first and foremost, there's no point in doing that and getting beat. Like, no point in getting angry at the end of the game because they've not performed and been, they've been beaten. Do you know what I mean? So that there just sums up Arsenal <clears throat> at this present time. Mm. No leaders, no leadership at all. You mentioned that moment after the game with um, Matteo Guendouzi taking uh, Neil Mopé around the neck. Ali mentioned it earlier on. It was quite theatrical, the reaction that, that Neil made. But nonetheless, you, you can't do that to another player. Is there a problem with leadership within that team? Yeah, and especially for a young lad like um, Guendouzi to do that, that shows a complete lack of ship throughout the whole team because that doesn't happen at the other top clubs because you've got a captain there first and foremost, which is a big problem. We'll say, listen, that doesn't happen here. Like You, you, you never see someone like a Phil Foden grabbing someone by the throat and throwing them down to the ground because for whatever reason, the culture at Manchester City is a lot better than Arsenal. But you're right, there's an attitude problem there, lack of leadership. I think the captain is a real issue because I know Aubameyang's our best player, but he's not a captain. We had Robbie Lyle on the show on Saturday on the Sports One. He came on and he was brilliant. But even him, who's a passionate Arsenal fan, he found it quite comical because he, he can't believe the state that Arsenal win at the minute. Now, we had a bit of trouble on Hawksby and Jacobs yesterday. They had John Motson on their show. And of course, that sent the average age up of the three to over 300. We checked it with HR. We were OK. And this is what happened. We noticed, uh, Paul and I, that the John, that the drinks break is a it's a bit of a factor in in the, as much on Friday night. It really helps Spurs because it came at a point where United were really building up ahead of steam, and it gives the managers like an extra half-time team talk. So it's something we hadn't really factored in. No, and I didn't think we'd factored in the new rules on substitutes either, did we? Which are quite complicated. Um, but I mean, suffice it to say that if you do it properly, you can use five of the nine that you name. There are one or two things I think we've got to get used to, Andy. But uh, all being well, yes, that is a, that is a bit of a plus for the managers to get a to get a chance to talk face to face to a player while they have the drinks. Um, obviously, I think that'll only last as long as the as as long as we're in these unusual circumstances. There is some talk that IFAB, the rule makers, are going to extend that into next season because there are going to be so many competitions still to be played, and the season will start later. They are considering the idea of five subs for the whole of next season. I know Sean Dyche and Dean Smith have been pretty vocal on it. They think it just plays into the hands of the, the big clubs with deep squads and, and sort of gives you a big differential between the haves and have-nots. I think it does to an extent, and it certainly isn't very popular with the commentators that I've talked to either. It must <laughs> be very difficult to suddenly change t- up to 10 names over in the last last 20 minutes of the game. So, uh, yes, it's, it, it, it's going to be interesting to see if they do maintain it, although I tend to agree with Team Smith I think uh, some clubs will have a much wider choice than others 
Now ahead of their game against Leicester, live on TalkSport tonight. Yeah, tonight, it's Tuesday at 6pm. Brighton manager Graham Potter spoke with our reporter James Savundra and with a tight turnaround in games, he's considering rotating his squad. Or as I would say, rotating his squad. That's something we can we have to consider, of course. Uh, we have no injury problems from the game, so we're, we're pretty much as we were. Uh, the guys have been recovering, and we're, you know we're, we're, we'll assess everybody again tomorrow. But we'll pick the team that we think is the is the right one to to do to do the best we can against Leicester. And just how much confidence have you taken from the result and the performance on Saturday, personally? When you consider it's been a, a tough season, there's been a lot of getting used to the Premier League. The fact is to get two wins against Arsenal so far this season, to come back from that restart and to win that game. You must take a huge amount of confidence in in your own abilities and what you're doing here. We're in this business to to get results and to win football matches. So when you don't do that for a time, it does test you. But again, this is the highest level. So if you don't expect to test at this level, then you're in the wrong game. And actually, you you, you know you learn and you come through and you realise about yourself. And um, it's part of the challenge. We've done a lot of stuff well, but whilst you aren't winning football matches it doesn't really matter you can't say anything you've just got to keep your head down keep working just because we've won a game it doesn't change that much to be honest we have to still keep getting football results we still have to keep fighting and that's what we're going to do and here's what Brendan Rodgers had to say ahead of the match we know what our objective is and we have eight games to go and we're going to give everything we we possibly can to to finish there so um, still so much football to play you know, like I've said, we know what our ultimate goal is, but we're not going to get saturated by that. We we have to enjoy the football that's left, focus very much on our performance and how we play in the last game. Yeah, there was lots of good aspects of the game. Our rhythm will get better and we wanted to come back uh, as quickly as we can. But uh, yeah, and, and we know and we've proven that when we play well, in the main, we will win games. So um, nothing has changed you always look ahead of you. You can never keep looking behind. Our job is to focus on ourselves and look forward. And, and I'm always optimistic and that we can improve and develop. And that's what we'll continue to do. Brighton showed on our Saturday, as indeed did Watford when you played them, that you know they're going to be fighting, scrapping for every point they can get as they try and stay in the Premier League. For that reason, do you think playing Watford and Brighton back-to-back was almost a harder restart for you guys than if you had to matches against you know teams in the mid-table at this stage of the season I've always felt in the last 10 games of a season it doesn't matter who you're playing they're always going to be tough games so as you say for, for different reasons Watford and Brighton will be will be fighting and but for obviously for, for equal reasons for ourselves we have to, to to show that fight and resilience and quality as well for us because we we, uh, we want to end up like we said before in, in, in that top four now, Tottenham Hotspur host West Ham United in the 8.15 kickoff, which again, would you believe, is also live on TalkSport. Jose Mourinho spoke with the Moose ahead of the game and praised Saturday's goalscorer, Steven Bergvine. Incidentally, of course, after all of those matches are finished, you could have your say on my show, Andy Goldstein Sports Bar, Monday to Thursday from 10pm. Good player, good good professional, good boy. Congratulations to, to my club, the way, the way they did it. Initially... And I'm always very honest on, on this. Initially, he wasn't my, my first option when we decided to, to make a, a movement in the, in the winter. In the end, great decision. A player with a lot of future, a player that can play both on the right and on the left. We are more than, than happy and is the kind of player. Also because 
not just his age, but also because of his attitude, his professional attitude, the way, the way he trains, the way he lives, is the kind of kid that can only be better. Is this a game neither team can afford to lose? Because West Ham are in danger of going down. And if you are going to get fourth or fifth, I wouldn't say must win, but you, you can't afford to lose this game, yeah? No, I think we, we have just to think about winning the game. I think even a, even a draw is not a good result. Uh, it's not a good result for us. If you want to give up and we want to say our objective is just to try to finish, I don't know, seven or something like that, that gives access to, to Europa League. If we reduce our ambitions, then, of course, a point is a point. When you want to think uh, in the maximum ambition possible, we need to win. Uh, in their case, it's for David to read the situation, but I would feel that in this moment they are above the relegation line. But of course, uh, if they don't want to suffer in the last couple of, uh, of matches of, of the season, they need to make points. I think they are, uh, they are good enough for not to have relegation problems. And with a 100% record at the new Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, I'll just call it White Hart Lane. It's the same stadium, just move round the other way. Anyway, Hammers boss David Moyes is hoping they can get another win in North London. Well, I think sometimes you get grounds which work for you. I'm going to hope it was, I think it was the first time we had gone to the new stadium. Uh, let's hope this becomes one of these grounds where West Ham go there and can win quite regular and it becomes a lucky ground for us uh, you know, to go there and win the first time. Uh, we'll need to do it again. Certainly a different manager this time and uh, you know, difficult job. They've got a very good team full of top players. But uh, we'll go there, you know, with everything to play for. We've seen a lot of the away teams not winning away from home. Uh, let's see if we can, we can do that. Yeah, hold that, please. Level five, thank you. Ah, you must be one of our new interns. Yeah, hi. Nice to meet you. Hi. Now, the most important thing to know is to Ertz and the Bypassal Rise plug sale. The most important thing is what? Sorry. The single most important thing is to Ertz and the Channelized Bimbingus of the Bypassal Rise plug sale, and you'll be fine. Uh, yeah, that sounds important. Does work chat all sound like gibberish to you? Find collaborative articles with tips from the LinkedIn community to help you get through those tricky conversations. Making work make sense? LinkedIn knows how. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. This episode of the Talksport Daily is brought to you by Enterprise Rent a Car. Planning to hire or share a car or van? Enterprise is there every step of the way. Whenever and wherever you need a vehicle and whatever it's for, Enterprise can help. With over 450 locations across the UK, they're just around the corner. Whether you need a weekend rental, a holiday hire, a replacement car, or you're planning a business trip, home or away, Enterprise are there to help. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Time now to head over to Jim White, Natalie Sawyer and Danny Murphy. And as Windrush Day was commemorated yesterday, England's first ever black player, Viv Anderson, told TalkSport that he thinks the current anti-racism campaign will lead to a greater number of black managers within football. I'm a child of the Windrush generation. My parents came over in uh, 
I was born in 56, so they came over in 55, or my father did anyway. And uh, yes, yeah, so uh, yes, it's a, it's a big day for me, really. Viv, you were born in 56, I was born in 57. I, I remember you as a player, of course I do, and I know you to be a proud and dignified man. What does this time mean to you, the Black Lives Movement and, and all that goes with it? Black Lives Matter, the taking of the knee... Where are you at with it now, Viv? You don't want to see somebody die, any human being die like we've seen on the television of George Floyd. And uh, I think the, the uprising is all the, the demonstrations are are, um, are very apt, I think. I think uh, you look at, uh, we talk about my own industry, football, you look at how many black faces are involved in football now. And I think it's, it's a crying shame when you've got people like, you know, the Paul Inces, the uh, Emileskis, the Dwight Yorks, Andy Coles, you know, all these people have played at the highest level and are lost to football, I think. It's a crying shame that nobody's taken them on board because their experience passing on to other young athletes, young black athletes, would be um, enormous to them. I think uh, you could always learn from people who's been there, seen it and done it. So I think in my industry, we need to wake up a bit more and try and Im- implement these people involved some way. And Viv, we've spoken about it before, of course we have, but is this the time? Is this the tipping point? 100% agree, Jim. I, I became a manager to, uh, 30 odd years ago now, and everybody said it was the start of a new generation. And now we talk, we talk on, you know, 35 years on, I think we've still only got two black managers. So I think the time for talking has got to stop. I think it's now we've got to do something about it. We keep on, you know, putting different shirts on for the week and then everybody forgets about what, we've, what, we, what we're trying to achieve. And I think it's time for people in authority to make some decisions, mate. And we can hear now from John Barnes. He joined Adrian Durham and Darren Goff on Drive. And while he's happy racism in football is being tackled, he thinks there's a long way to go. No matter how many black footballers we have, until we change the perception of his moral and his intellect, nothing will change. Over probably 30% black players in the league and how many black managers are there but this is the same and symptomatic of all industries in terms of our ability or the perception of our ability to think and that is what we have to change and as long as we keep focusing on the sporting or the acting or the singing and thinking we're going somewhere because we have more footballers and more actors and more singers we then convince ourselves lull ourselves into false sense of security in thinking it's all okay because now we're getting more representation in those industries and that is where for me we have to change that, that, that attitude more from Hawksby and Jacobs as they treated us to some more classic clips of the week, i.e. the producer couldn't fill up the show. The Talk Sport Clips of the Week. Well, as we've been telling you, an old uh, dusty box of mini-discs appeared uh, in a corner somewhere a while back, and they did include some clips that we'd not played since 2006. So we're just passing them on to you. There'll be a fresh batch on Friday, but for now, we'll take you back to 2006. We've not heard them since, so we're looking forward to these. We'll begin with Keith Arthur with a rallying cry on Fisherman's Blues. Literally thousands of people have responded, don't let that stop you. Make sure you get your views felt. You might be an anti-angler listening. Get your views felt as well, by all means. If you're an anti-angler, it's unlikely you'd <laughs> get up six o'clock in the morning every weekend and listen to Fisherman's Blues. I hate fishing. I'm going to listen to two hours of solid fishing chat twice. <laughs> Here's some uh, sports news now. Staying with cricket, Australia hoped to wrap up a joint bid with New Zealand to host the 211 Cricket World Cup. Blimey, it's going to take <laughs> us back. 211. Ancient. Yeah, hadn't been invented then. Uh, <laughs> this is an old WG. It is. This is an old <laughs> classic, this, Andy. We play this every it Christmas. Is. We do, and it needs no introduction. 
Oh, I enjoy a packet of peanuts with a, a pint of shandy. I know where you're now, coming now from. Now, I want to know what the peanuts are first. So people think I'm mad. I go into the pub and say, hi, how are you doing? What can I get you, sir? I said, well, first of all, what sort of peanuts do you sell? <laughs> <laughs> peanuts, Mike. It's, the word you're looking for is peanuts. <laughs> and we end the podcast in the same way we started. We're not going to play you the same bits we played at the beginning. That would be something maybe the H&J producer would do, just fill it up padding it's called in the industry no 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 we go back into my show Andy Goldstein Sports Bar Monday to Thursday from 10pm with other bits it's Graham from Dunfermline hello C- can you pick the phone up so we're not on speakerphone oh sorry right so I've got a trivia and I've got a joke no, we're still on it we're still on speakerphone you haven't picked it up yeah, yeah you told the report you've you're not, not taking it off no you've you mean did it not, not. We... take it off oh, that's it on Ta- right okay no we're still on speakerphone you're not you sure? No, it's a bit echoey. Where are you? That's on speakerphone. And that's I mean, not... Well, so, I mean, just do what you want, mate. Do it, right. Okay, go on then. <laughs> right, what do you want first? Trivia or joke? Can you make one long note, like, uh, and then go speakerphone off speakerphone, speakerphone off, just so we can hear the difference? Right. Here's speakerphone. Uh, no, no, I need... Go on, a continuous you've note. Got to, you've got to carry on doing it, though. You've got to keep doing it. What key would you like? E flat. So, E flat, right, that's all. No, you've got to continue it. You've got to keep doing it so we can tell the difference. It's not that difficult, yeah, no, right? No, okay, keep so what, the note go going the whole hey, way through. Jason, and, see what and, key we're in. I'm getting the wrong key. You're seeing eight flat. I think I'm going e, e minor. Right. I don't Jason, care about. What, what, I don't that? care about the note. No, listen. I don't care about the note. Just keep the note going throughout uh, speakerphone and non-speakerphone. Don't stop with the note. Go. Right, here we go. Yeah, okay, I believe you. You want a joke? No, we haven't got time. Thanks for your call. Well, that's it for another podcasty thing. A reminder, of course, that you can download previous or future ones simply by heading to ACAR, Spotify or Apple Pods and remember to press subscribe. Before I go, let me remind you of all the football that's coming up live on TalkSport. At 6pm, it's Leicester against Brighton. And then at 8.15, it's Spurs. A big game there against West Ham. And uh, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, you can have your say on my show straight after from 10pm. That's the Andy Goldstein Sports Bar Monday to Thursday from 10 Yeah, you get the idea. That's it. Thanks for listening. Have a good one. Make sure you join me tonight from 10pm. Yep, you know what I'm going to say. Anyway, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from Talk Sport. The Talk Sport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.